Welcome to the Lakeside Baptist Church Podcast. We pray you are blessed as you hear the Word of God today. For more information regarding Lakeside Baptist Church, please visit lakeside.asn.au. We're not going to do a full sermon, but I do want to share a few words as we've celebrated and dedicated these children to God as well as the, the parents. Um, I, I don't know if you heard this story. I heard this story about one night of a thief breaking into a single room apartment in France, a famous French novelist. So it's a one bedroom apartment, the thief goes in and he's trying to avoid waking up the novelist. Obviously the bed is right there um, and he's quietly comes in and he's trying to pick the lock on the writer's desk and suddenly the silence is, is completely broken by a sarcastic laugh from the bed. And the novelist was laying, watching the thief trying to do this quietly. And the thief is like, why, why, why are you laughing? Asked the thief. And the, and the novelist said this, I'm laughing to think what risk you would take to try to find money in a desk by night where the legal owner can never find any by day. <laughs> and you know what? This sums up a, a lot of people's lives in, in many ways. So many of us, and I'm the same, we we spend a lot of time trying to find things where they're just not there. Trying to find money where there is no money. Trying to find happiness where there is no happiness. Trying to find comfort and security in places where there isn't comfort and security. That we're trying to find something where there is nothing. Here's this Bible verse up here on the screen. Uh, This is the Apostle Paul, and he writes this. He says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. And this is what he's trying to encourage fellow believers, fellow Christians to do. He says, fix your eyes not on what is seen, not the things that you can see, touch, and smell. Don't fix your eyes on those things. It's easy to fix your eyes on those things because you can actually see them. But he says not to fix your eyes on them, but fix your eyes on what is unseen. He says, because what is seen is temporary. Things we can see, touch, smell, and, and, and those things that we chase, they're temporary. But what is actually unseen, the things of God, the spiritual things, they're actually eternal. What we see in life is only temporary, but what we don't see is actually lasting these lasting legacies, even today with these children, the things that we invest in as parents and as grandparents, uh, we, that we might not see the fruit of that, but it's lasting. It's not temporary. It continues on. And so I want to touch on one little story this morning, and it's not necessarily a, a story about children or, or raising children, but in many ways it's about how we do life how we operate as a family, individually and collectively. What are we basing our life on? Have a look at this little story. It comes, uh, it's a parable that Jesus tells, and he tells it straight after the Sermon on the Mount. If you know anything uh, about the Bible, the Sermon on the Mount is uh, one of Jesus' longest sermons, and it's full of so many uh, different things and, and, and revolutionary in its time. Jesus talked about compassion and, and love and, and how to follow a God and, and how to have a relationship with God. And then he sums it up with this, this story here about two builders. This is what he says. He says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. 
The rain came down, the stream rose and, and the winds blew and, and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the stream rose and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell with a great crash. So Jesus tells a story. There's two builders and they want to build a house. And so they go and get exactly the same products. They go to Bunnings or wherever they go. They get all the same products. They start building their house, but something is different. One builder is wise and one builder is foolish. The wise one is someone who builds his house on the rock, meaning a solid rock foundation. The rest of the house is exactly the same as the foolish builder. The foolish builder in this story builds his house on what? On the sand. At the, when they finish building it, they both look the same on the outside, the inside, the gardens, everything, air conditioning, it's all the same. And it's not till a storm comes along that you notice the difference. Because when the storm comes along, it says the waves crash, the wind, the water rises, floods come along. Now the house that was built on the rock is solid. It doesn't move, it doesn't go anywhere. But the house that's built on the sand, there is a great crash, meaning it gets washed away. So we have two houses, two builders, one wise, one foolish, two foundations. What are they building? Now, in this story, Jesus isn't talking about getting into bricklaying and becoming a builder. He's actually talking, he's using this as a metaphor for life. Jesus is saying, what are you building your life on? What are you building your life on? We know that life moves quickly. Now, you may even be able to reflect in your life where you had your child up here and you were holding. There's no way in the world now that you could actually hold your child because they're, they're grown and life moves quickly by, doesn't it? And, and, and what Jesus is saying here is, what are you building your life on? Both builders hear his words. Remember, he's just preached a whole sermon, but I think this principle applies for everything that goes in, 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 the, in the Bible. But the, the life of Jesus, the words of Jesus, both builders hear his words, but only one acts on the words. The person who hears Jesus' words and then puts them into action or puts them into practice is like the wise builder. But those who hear his words and don't put them into practice is a foolish builder. What makes them wise? What makes them foolish? Is it the materials they use? No, exactly the same materials. Is it the location? Was one close, was one in a fire zone or one in a flood zone? No, the location was not the issue. What makes a wise and foolish builder is the foundation in which they are building. Look at this foundation. I saw this on the internet. I was like, that's something I would do. Um, it's probably not a stable foundation. Um, I'm not sure what city, what local government that is. Maybe city of Coburn or uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where you'd get away with that one. This one here, again, uh, built on, on swampy ground and the whole house is just whoop, uh, slid away, basically. And uh, this one here, again, uh, really, really sad. Right next to the water comes in and very much similar to the story that we just read in the Bible. And the most famous one, we all know this one, don't we? Uh, that's where I was born, um, right there. No, I wasn't born there. But we know that one, and that one's slowly being tilting away. Now, look at some of these ones. This one here ain't going anywhere. This, this house is built on this solid rock. Um, it's, it's solid. It's not going anywhere. This lighthouse, you, you can see, uh, built on solid, solid bedrock. 
In fact, when the waves and the storms come, it doesn't even move. That's a lighthouse there in Ireland. It's been there forever, basically. Uh, good foundation, bad foundation. Solid foundation, sandy foundation. What makes a wise and foolish builder is the foundation they are building their life upon. And what happens to both builders? I think this is really, really interesting. Both builders in the, storm, uh, in, the, in the story face what? Storms. Both builders face storms. Why are the foundations so important? Because of the storms. Now, Jesus is not teaching a parable about how to build our houses or our lives in protected areas. He doesn't say to one of the builders was wise because he built his house a long, long away from the, from the ocean or from the river. He's not talking about building your houses in protective or your, your lives in protected areas. There are no storm-free zones in life. No storm-free zones. This, this is a parable about foundations. Even if you are a follower of Jesus, it doesn't mean your life will be storm-free. Not at all. It just means that you will be solid in those storms. That you may even feel like you're drowning. You may even feel like, it, oh, this is too hard. But you hold on to that foundation that is in Jesus. The parable is a parable about obedience, listening and obeying, hearing and doing it. The way you have a solid foundation is hearing what Jesus has said and doing. Hearing what God has said and putting it into action. Now here is the application. What are you building your life on right now? If you come to church here, uh, I ask you that question. What are you building your life on? What foundation is your life? Because we go through seasons and we chop and change. We sometimes go from sand back to rock. We start putting our trust in other things. Again, not necessarily wrong. There's nothing wrong with those things. But when the storms of life come, they will be tested. And ultimately, when the ultimate storm comes, which is death, they are temporary. Or do we build our life on the teachings and the examples of Jesus? And he says something similar here in Luke, um, Luke chapter 8. Uh, th this is not a parable, but an actual encounter. Jesus is teaching, and uh, this is what happens. Uh, now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near to him because of the crowd. So Jesus is doing his thing, uh, and someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside Wanting to see you, he replied, my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. In fact, what he's saying here is if you hear my, uh, Jesus' word and you put him into practice, you're actually in my inner circle. You're my mother and you're my brother. You are family. And so hearing and obeying, hearing and listening, and in fact, the, the, the verb in Jesus' mind is the same. When you hear, you obey, you do. And so hearing and obeying means you're building your house on the solid foundation, but you're also part of Jesus' family. A friend of mine recently, not in a good place, um, life has been hit with a few storms. And a lot of these storms that he, uh, they had faced in their life was to do with the consequences of the foundation that they were building it on. Pursuing, trying to uh, live in a better postcode, uh, in, a, in a better suburb, led this person to, to try to get more money. And the temptation to get more money led, led that person to do it in a way that wasn't legal. 
And therefore, the consequences of that is, you know what? You may get caught. You may get in trouble. And then the storms come. And guess what? Life gets washed away. What are you building your life on? Now, most of us are guilty of hearing far more than doing. We, we've got, we've got uh, we, we know so much. Even as Christians, we've heard so many sermons. We've read parts of the Bible. Maybe you read all of the Bible. We've had all the podcasts. We've got so much information. In fact, we don't need all that information. We need to be applying and doing. One man once said, we're educated far beyond our own obedience. If we want to build our life on the, on the solid rock of Jesus, that foundation, we put it into action. And what we do is we kind of, we ask questions, can the words of Jesus be trusted? Can I trust Jesus with my money or should I listen to my mortgage broker? Or, or, or can I trust Jesus with the way I should raise my family or should I listen to what's being said on five tips to parent on Facebook? Do I trust the words of, of Jesus to be truth? Is Jesus teaching your authority? You know what's interesting? When you read through the life of Jesus, you know that Jesus performed many, many miracles, uh, you know, some real full-on miracles, stuff that you, you probably couldn't do today, like walk on water and, you know, that's a hard party trick. But Jesus did all this. And one of the common phrases we see time and time again, it says, people were amazed... For he taught them as one who had authority. It wasn't just his, his uh, miracles that they were amazed at. It was the way his words. He taught about compassion and justice and integrity. He talked about character and loving others and loving your enemies and prayer and forgiveness and, and, and all this kind of stuff he talked about. He talked about taking up his cross daily and following him. I've heard the truth. Now put it into action. There's a great hymn. I won't sing it because I'll butcher it. And it goes like this. My hope is built on nothing less than the blood, uh, than Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ, this solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. I don't know if you've ever been to the beach and you go to the water and you stand when the water's out and it feels quite solid. And what happens when the water rushes back out? You kind of sink. And for me, it goes to like there. And I'm like, help, help. But you feel the, you feel the shifting sands. And sometimes it throws you off a little bit, doesn't it? Not that you're worried about it. Like, I actually thought quicksand was going to be a bigger deal in life growing up. You know, all the cartoons I watched, there was so much quicksand. Has anyone ever come across quicksand? <laughs> a few people. Anyway, it doesn't seem to be a major problem. But anyway, uh, when, when you're standing on that beach and it does, when you kind of sink, it, it froze you. You feel a little bit, whoa. And maybe you're in that situation now. Here's my encouragement. Here's my maybe challenge. What foundation are you building your life on? The consequences uh, of, of storms may be directly from your own actions. They may not be. It may just be the fact that we live in this world that has ups and downs and hard things to deal with. But the thing is, if you put your life, if you build your life on Jesus, whether it's raising your children, whether it's the way you set your family, uh, your own individual life, that is the foundation you want to build your life upon. Jesus promises, doesn't promise there won't be any storms, doesn't promise that at all. He just promises you won't get washed away. You won't get washed away. 
Let me pray and we'll, we'll finish with another song. Most gracious Father, we thank you firstly again for the, the dedications we've had, all the children here this morning and their, their families. Father, we pray and ask that you'd help us to build our life upon your teachings, that we would put them into actions, that they would be real, that we'd become more like you. It's not just your words. As we look and read your word, we see the way you lived, that we would try to live like you are calling us to live. And Father, that can sometimes be really hard. Help us to do that. Father, we want to build our, our homes, our, 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 our careers, our jobs, our family life, everything. Lord, we want to build it upon the rock that can weather the storms, which is you. We ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.